Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning again, and welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything Meredith Vieira. I'm Jace with Holly and Ellie. Alexis is taking the week off. Coming up in just a little bit, we have second chance romance. Then the dirt alert, the full size version. Ellie will collect even more big stories from the world of entertainment. And then some TV talk and movie talk. What's Holly and Ellie watching? And what are my two-word reaction? What's my two-word reaction to Barbie? I can't (laughs) say much today. Can't say much. We'll talk about all of that coming up in a little bit. But right now, whether we like to or not, it's time for Second Chance Romance. (sighs) Yeah. We're looking for love today. We sure are, Holly. Look at oh, that's the spirit, Jason. That's right. We sure are. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm not butt clenched. No, I'm not yet. Not me. Never. But TBD. TBD. <laughs> Let's start with, uh, is it Maya or Mia? Maya? Uh, uh, Mia. Mia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mia. Hi. Yeah, it's Mia. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Oh no, my. thank thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, Mia. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we know this is weird. We know this isn't an everyday occurrence for folks to go on a radio show and talk about their dating life. So thank you. Go ahead and uh, tell us your dating story, if you will, please. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm at the point in my dating life where, honestly, I'm looking for my match, you know? So... I'm doing the serious dating thing, and I'm on eHarmony, which is nice, and that's where I met David, and we actually chatted for quite a while before meeting, and then when we did, we went on a walk around the lake, and it was successful that we kept going and had dinner. Oh, so that's great. Yeah. yeah. A serious yeah, yeah. eHarmony walk around the lake. Like, I, I don't... like. That place is not messing around in hooking you up. I mean, I've had friends who've actually got married off of that. So it sounds like pretty, pretty, pretty good, as Larry David likes to say. So what do you like about David? What is, why are you here with us now? And what, you, what attracts him to you? Yeah, I mean, he's really cute, really kind. Yeah. Um, like, just the conversation was flowing. And I, I like that he's also serious about getting into a relationship. Like, uh, I'm not 
getting any younger and it would be nice to share this life with someone. And he said that's what he's looking for, too. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so all, I, all sounds positive so far. Continue. Like so, hey, yeah. So we got to ask, you know, this is this is what we do here. We got a vet. So, Mia, did anything weird happen on the date? If you can go back into your Rolodex, think about it. Was there anything strange or odd or something that stood out to you when you were on your date with David? No, that's the thing. Like, I thought it was really successful. Like, the, you know, the whole walk. And then we went, even went to a movie and, like, had some pizza and a little snuggling. Oh, so. oh, oh, snuggling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, we're, no. yeah, what's the snuggling? Uh, were, were you at the movies? Did you go back to your place? Like, what, what, what's going on? Yeah, we went back to my place. Oh. And, um, yeah, then we had some pizza and we're talking and had a little snuggling, but no, he didn't spend the night. And, uh, we just, we just actually watched the movie. You know, um, out and then went back to my place to have dinner. And then he he left after that, and he he said he'd be in touch, but like, I, but no, I know he said he's working a lot. Yeah, mm. nothing. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I know he's read my messages, so I, I know he's not a total stranger. Um, but it's hard not to take offense. Absolutely. Yeah. So here you are talking to us. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) So you're looking for a second chance with David. And you know what, Mia? We're going to try to help with that. Like right now, we're going to try to help. Yeah. Because what's going to happen now is, um, Mia, we're going to put you on hold. You're going to be able to hear everything. Uh, Uh We're going to talk to David. All David knows is that he has agreed to take part in a dating segment on our show. He doesn't specifically know it's about him, okay? Um, yet, he will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hold on just a second, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 How you mm-hmm. feeling? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, David, are you there? Hey, David. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. David, thank you for doing this. We know you're live right now on the show. This is our dating segment called Second Chance Romance, and we do this every week, sadly. And uh, we appreciate you doing this. Um, The only thing that we, it's a surprise, is this. We got a great email about you specifically. This isn't a, we got a hold of you for a reason. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. We got a great email about you, so don't worry. This isn't a bad thing. This is a a compliment to you. Somebody went out with you and really likes you. Do you remember going out with Mia? Yes, yes, I remember Mia. How could I forget? Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, it It is our understanding that there wasn't anything after the first kind of encounter if you don't mind, if we can get a little more in your business, is there a reason why? You guys, um, I mean, well, she's, I hate to say it, she's kind of gross. Oh. Oh. Wh- why? Okay. Oh. 
kind of girl. Oh, so David, we're going to get in your business a little bit more. Thank you. Um, if you don't mind, can you elaborate a little bit <laughs> on why you think Mia's kind of gross? Because by all means, uh, you know, Jason and I talked to her and she seemed like a lovely person. Well, I mean, we went back to her place and started watching a movie. She has a cat. You know, I love cats. I'm, I'm all right with cats, okay? So no problem there. But while we're watching the movie, the cat jumps on her lap. She's petting the cat. And I look over, and she's, like, you know, picking the gunk out of the cat's eye, and then she ate it. She didn't think I saw it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> So gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry. Are you lucky? I'm here. No, <laughs> we're, uh, we're here. I I'm trying not to. Um, okay. Uh, well, kind of gross. Um, yeah. So. Oh God. Um. Uh. Yeah, David. Here's the deal. <laughs> We're gonna get right to this, yeah, um, gotta, gotta, David. We're gonna, uh, we gotta oh, I, I gotta <laughs> not think about your last sentence for a little while, um, David. We actually got a hold of you because I mean, you figured this out yeah. probably. Uh, Mia gave us your number, yep. and we actually have Mia on the other line. Yep. Let's quickly put Mia up uh, yep. if we can, Ellie. <laughs> can you hear Mia? <laughs> Mia, you're back. Uh, say hi to David. Oh, hi, David. Um, hi. Uh, this is kind of awkward and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Oh, gosh. I mean, you have to realize what you do is kind of gross, right? Now that it's out in public, you know, you can't be eating eye boogers out of your cat, right? Yeah. I guess I didn't even realize that I was doing it. and I mean, take it as a compliment that I felt relaxed around you. Well, as, as flattered as I should be, I, I'm not. But but thank you. Oh, I, I'll do it, Jason. Thank you. Gonna, gonna do this. So, Mia, David, second chance romance. We're offering you both a second chance at another date. Now, we have some gift cards. It would be on the house. So, um, putting that out there for you both... If you want to try it again, do you want to try this again? I mean, the good thing is we already know each other well, so. Well, I'm sorry, Mia. I'm sure you'll meet the right person for you, and, and one day you both can pick cat eye crusties together, but it's just a little too much for me. I'm sorry. Genuinely, I wish you the best of luck. Okay, well. Okay. David, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us this morning. And Mia, I hope that, you know, you do find the person because you know what? There will be somebody out there for you. And if you're serious and you, you're looking for love and you're looking to settle down, you will find that person. Uh, what Holly said, uh, Mia, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Have a, have a great rest of the summer. Thank Bye guys. You. Thank, thank, you guys. You. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You want an eye bugger? Mm. <laughs> you want an eye bugger? <laughs> you know, there's no. I appreciate Mia because there's no look. Uh 
uh-huh. she, she wasn't like uh-huh. trying to hide it. No, no, it's just sure like there wasn't. Sure wasn't. <laughs> um, um, I think we're gonna take a break now, okay. and we're gonna all decompress. Let's all take a moment. An Oprah, a fragrant Mariah Carey moment. I just we'll be right back after this. Storm damage. Hey, if you got some on your roof and you need some help, go to JTR Roofing. Give them a call. Have them out for a free estimate. They've got you, of course, the sooner that you get to it, the less damage that will occur. And, of course, your roof is most susceptible. I've heard some hailstorms that were happening a few weeks ago. Now is the time to have someone from JTR Roofing come out, assess the problem, and get to work. They have lots of experience working with insurance, so they can help with that. And, of course, roofing is in the name, so, of course, they can help with the shingles, the soffits, the fascia. But they can also help with so many more of your exterior projects. They can do kind of a multi-bid and help prioritize what projects to do. They can help with your gutters, windows, decking, siding. And right now, if you mention me or my talk, you can save $1,000 on roofing, siding, or gutters. 651-777-7394, jtrroofinginc.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. One of the big stories in entertainment. Well, Ellie knows. She has them in the dirt alert. Hello again, Ellie. Hello. 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 Well, first off, it's Jerry O'Connell to the rescue. Oh, all right. What's he doing? The actor is seen jumping into the fray to assist first responders trying to put out a food truck fire. Oh, my goodness. Yes. He he said he was seen diving in to pull propane tanks from the flames so they didn't catch and explode. Oh, and then he scaled a fence to retrieve a fire extinguisher. Oh, my goodness. And to keep the flames at bay until uh, more firefighters showed up. He he's, is, he's just fine. <laughs> a <laughs> he, lovely man. Oh, he very much is. And I'm so glad that he finally is on the talk and talking and doing things. But apparently he's also uh, quite the hero. That takes some guts to go straight for the propane tanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, ah! <laughs> the report said that there was already one tank that was on fire next to the other ones. <gasps> so, oh. <laughs> where does brave stop and stupid start? I, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of my guess. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is a smart <laughs> question, Ellie. Really uh, smart. But I don't know if anyone remembers, he too was like a big during the California wildfires. He was he stayed on site to help firefighters protect his own home and ended up saving his own home. Um, so he's he's clearly familiar with fighting California fires. <laughs> Why is this man not on the volunteer firefighter uh, service? List, of, yeah. Yeah, of wherever he lives, Pacific Palisades with Hollywood. I don't know where he lives. I don't know. It might as well be with that yeah. track record. <laughs> well, and there's a rumor I can't confirm or deny at this moment, but... Um, we may be seeing Mr. O'Connell at a big event at the end of the summer. I'm not going to say anything more. Just saying. A, a big event? At the end of the, the, the summer. The, the biggest event of the end of oh, summer. Oh, uh, I, I am. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Jason, I am picking up what Weird. you are laying down. Laying down. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. More more soon. More soon. Oh, mm-hmm. Way to tease. Way to tease. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matt Damon revealed that during a couple's therapy session, he assured his wife he was taking a break from acting. Um, He said he had negotiated during the session that the one caveat to taking time off was if Christopher Nolan himself called with a role. Oh, no, really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. And uh, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's now playing Leslie Groves, the general that oversaw the Manhattan Project in Oppenheimer. But he had he had told his wife he was taking a break. Liar. Mm. Yeah, I understand if Christopher Nolan calls you directly, you're going to pick up the phone and you're be like, "Sure, I'll just stand there. That's going to uh, be fine." Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll do whatever it's, you want, sir. It's Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. Uh, yeah, and Oppenheimer, I wasn't sold on Oppenheimer. I mean, not not that I wasn't sold, but I'm not like a, a huge Christopher Nolan geek. But watching the trailer for Oppenheimer, which comes out Friday at the IMAX before Mission Impossible 7, that looks amazing. Yeah. Yes. Three mm-hmm. hours of that. Train your bladder. Do what you got to do. Hydrate accordingly. But very excited for the Barmetaheimer weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm seeing Oppenheimer this evening. Oh, go- oh, Jason, do you get yeah. a nap today? No, <laughs> I sh- I shan't be napping. So I'm, what you're I'm, telling everyone is that tomorrow's show is going to be off the rails. So you're going to want to tune in. It's going to be real interesting <laughs> tomorrow. It's going to be real, real interesting. Let's just say that. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty jealous. I want to see it because not only am I a Nolan geek, I, I'm a World War II history buff. I love reading about World War II. So we've got Ellie's Venn diagram right there. The sweet, <laughs> the, the sweet spot. Action yes. movies in World War II. Yeah, Boom, much. sign her up. <laughs> oh. But, you know, he hadn't worked with uh, Nolan since Interstellar, and so he, I think he was pretty keen to get back into a big project like that. And, uh, you know, no regrets. No regrets. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, uh, Justin Simeon, the writer of Lando Calrissian, the Lando Calrissian series that was announced for Disney Plus, has just opened up about the status of the project. Oh, uh, shocking! It's not good. <laughs> oh, really? No, uh, inherently bad news. Let's just say this is kind of a non-story to an extent. It was first teased in December 2020. The last thing 
that the writer and the show's written, keep in mind. The last thing he had heard was at the beginning of this year, a vague, it's still happening. Um, yeah, that was even before some of these strikes were, were called but, an inofficial. But now, not happening? He hasn't heard anything since then, but Donald Glover just gave an interview that said he is still very much enthusiastic and attached to the project. And if it does get greenlit and done, he will be very uh, happy to be a part of it, you know, given everything in Hollywood makes it possible for him to even. Well, considering right now that Hollywood has legitimately come become a spirit Halloween. Thank you. (laughs) You know, nothing is happening. Uh uh, you know, well, Lucasfilm and Disney are rearranging the kitchen. Men trying to figure out all these Star Wars properties. Well, yes, and, and Bob Iger said they're going to pull back uh, and not just fill it full of 18 different shows. They're going to do quality over quantity. And maybe this is going to be one of the sacrifices that there there won't be. a. But Lando, I got to tell you, a Lando... If there's a character that's fascinating mm-hmm. that could that could anchor a show, it's Lando Calrissian. He's so mysterious. Oh, He's had yeah. such, you know what I mean? Um, it could be a worthwhile show if done right. That also seems like the kind of project that, like, Star Wars fans they'll they'll watch it. I don't think that it will fall to the wayside and and like less you do it poorly or do yep. use it to like fill up a gap. But if you actually like produce this, and it seems like with the cast and writers you have, you can produce like a good show, and Star Wars viewers will watch it. So I I really hope that this one doesn't get scrapped. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More of these stories at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, TV and movie talk. I saw Barbie last night. I really can't say much because of an embargo, but I'll say what I can. Plus, Holly's watching something. Ellie's watching something. So we'll talk about movies and TV reviews when we come back. Stay right there. Oh, let's talk flying insects, buzzing flies, pesky earwigs, elusive springtails. Are they bothering you? Don't worry. Plunkett's Pest Control, they've got you. They're here to help a trusted Minnesota company with over 100 years of experience in flying insect control. And they are skilled at eliminating those earwigs and springtails that seem to just appear out of thin air, don't they? They're not there. And then all of a sudden, hey, hey, girl, hey, I'm here to bother you. Say goodbye to those annoying fly infestations with the help from Plunkett's Pest Control. They have deep roots in Minnesota. They're serving the Twin Cities and the entire state. They have safe and effective methods that don't harm your family or your pets. And enjoy a fly-free, earwig-free, and springtail-free house once again. Contact Plunkett's Pest Control today. Schedule your own appointment online at Plunkett's.net. Experience a century of expertise with a trusted Minnesota-made company. Or use my talk Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live right here on my talk. Everything entertainment, everything Miss Meat Lover. Hi, it's Miss Meat Lover, and we have another beautiful, big meat stick today. I also 
just looked up Miss Meat Lover in the visual representation. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Bye. No. She loves her Slim Jims. That's what, she, and that's not a joke, doesn't she, Ellie? She loves. She's obsessed she with does. Slim Jims. She's, oh. she's always sitting in a car too. Always smelling oh. these meat sticks. Her car yeah. must just reek. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Miss Meat Lover. Meat sticks. Who's with me? Who loves them? Who loves a good meat stick? Chew them on it. Suck it on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you brought up. Uh, World War II, Ellie, in the last segment. <laughs> this is what our grandparents fought for. That's right. For Miss Meat Lover. For Miss Meat Lover. For Miss Meat right. Lover in a minivan. Yeah, you yeah. know, my grandpa, he he was on Normandy Beach. So my Miss Uncle Meat Al was too, yeah. Okay, our relatives were there so that Miss Meat Lover could Dutch oven herself while eating Jim Slims, because you know that's what she's doing. <laughs> Hi, it's Miss Meat Lover again. I just got out of the gym and I oh. needed some meat. <laughs> oh, imagine working out on the elliptical next to Miss Meat Lover. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She sweats Slim Jims. <laughs> the yeah. meat sweats. The meat, literal. <laughs> she has the literal meat sweats. Oh, oh you God. You know what? There's a flavor for everyone. There is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do this. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Uh, here's the deal. I can't say much about the deal. And the deal I'm talking about is the Barbie movie. I saw the press screening last night. There's an embargo, which is basically a padlock on my lips until 6 p.m. tonight, which means tomorrow, right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning, I can say everything at this exact time, tomorrow at 8.30. But here's what I can say. Myself, my husband, and my madre, my mother, the dar we all have the same opinion and it's positive ooh yes but why is it positive what is this movie truly about is it as good though i said positive but is it as good as the pre movie buzz leads you to believe I'll be able to tell you tomorrow. Now that's called a tease. Yeah. Because this Barbie movie is trying to make some statements and it's, it's trying to do some social critiques and other things. Yeah. Which I welcome as a person, admittedly, not a big Barbie fan. Yeah. But a fan of the Barbie mania that's surrounding the movie, which is getting me really into it. Mm-hmm. Well, you have set me up perfectly for tomorrow. You have questions and I will have answers. Ooh. So, it's tomorrow. Mm. That's what I can say right now. Thank you. Thank without you for sharing. In, without David Zaslov showing up at my house Look, to hit me over the head with his Maltese Falcon. He's yeah. going to try to liquidate you, uh, Jason. Right. Or he's going to sell me sell off you, like TCM. Oh. That's right. Yeah. I hate him. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Let's move uh, from the big screen to the small screen. Holly, talk to us about Full Circle. Ooh, Full Circle. This is a new limited series over on HBO. And it's uh, brought to you by Steven Soderbergh. Oh! Who is directing these episodes, and it's written by the guy who wrote Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wait, 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 wait. That is an interesting marriage. Apparently, these <laughs> it is, right? Well, apparently, these two have been collaborating for a number of years. This is a thriller, so it has nothing to do with San Dimas High School football rules. has nothing to do with that. But this is a story that's slowly unfolding, and it's a all I can tell you is that in the first episode there is a kidnapping gone wrong as an act of revenge and there are a bunch of people it is a an ensemble cast and you're trying to figure out what is the connection between all these different people we've got Claire Danes and Timothy Oliphant they are running a food empire that is run by Jeff, Chef Jeff. He's a celebrity chef. And then we have Zazie Beats, who plays a postal service, uh, like a federal agent. And then we have CCH Pounder, who is running some kind of insurance scheme. We have Jarell Jerome, her, uh, her uh, nephew, who is kind of running an underworld ring. So what the heck is going on with all these people? Well, I've only watched one episode of Full Circle. And if you like intricate Steven Soderbergh mystery thrillers. You will like this show. It is intriguing enough where I'm going to stick with it. It's a little convoluted. It's a little confusing, but welcome all the performances from everybody. Uh, Because it's so layered or, or because it's layered because you're trying to connect the dots and you're trying to understand, well, what the heck is happening and why is it happening and why are all these people connected? And it's one of those shows, Full Circle, where you're just going to have to stick it out. I think that there's six to eight episodes in total and then you'll get your answers. So if you want immediate gratification, don't go with the show. Because it will. Because you're just going to be like, what's going on? I don't know. I don't want to find out. But if you want a mystery vibe and you want an unfolding and you want something to watch every week during the summer, then go ahead and watch Full Circle. I, I give it a I give it a big L like, as you would say, Jason, a big L like. I I'm intrigued by the marriage of the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Ed Solomon, the guy who wrote Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and all the Bill and Ted movies and Steven Soderbergh who is a very interesting filmmaker because he always seems game to experiment, even with his own tropes. He's willing to try anything, and that I really appreciate about him. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sufficiently intrigued. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for some. I mean, look, we're all looking for... I, but it's one of those things where now I am... I think I'm trying to save shows. You have to. I'm trying to put in reserve. <laughs> for you know the dry what I mean? months. For the dry, yeah, <laughs> for, for this, next year. For the CBS Encore presentation. Yes. I'm trying to put it in a little box, uh, Al Gore's lockbox. His, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> deep cut, deep yeah. cut. Yeah. So, Jason, Ellie, if, you, if you're rationing television shows because, look, this these strikes are not going to get resolved anytime soon, I would put full circle in a lockbox. Yeah, And I would pull it out sometime in the midwinter when it's all said and done. 
and you can go back to it and have a nice little thriller treat when you're having your Sunday uh, Thai food lock of the house extravaganza. Did you say what this was on? This is on HBO. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Now Max. Now Max. Yeah, now Max. But I think this is technically considered an HBO. HBO. Or, I don't know. Isn't it a Max original? I don't know. David Zaslav's made it too complicated. (laughs) Hate him. Hey, Ellie, can we save uh, your show for tomorrow? You can save it for whenever. It's been out for a while. I'm just taking forever to get through it because it's exhausting. Uh, it is a dating show Ellie is watching tomorrow. Find out all about that. Plus, we didn't get to it today. The reunion of uh, Jill and Bethany. It'll actually, it's good that we didn't get to it because it'll give me time to, <laughs> I listen. I fell asleep to it. Not that it wasn't good. I've been waiting for this for, for a decade. But it was, I had just seen Barbie. I was tired, but it was a huge surprise for fans. Uh, we'll analyze that uh, tomorrow. But right now, hey, speaking of Barbie, hmm. This this week's weekly trivia face-off powered by Trivia Mafia, Mafia is going to be very interesting because this week the Mar- uh, the morning show will face off against Barbie and Ken. Yeah. On the topic of Barbie. <laughs> well, look, if Ken and Barbie don't win, yeah. based on their own lives, there might be some change. Their problems. I, yeah, their problems. But Jason, I think you can do it. I think okay. you can do it. Okay. Tune in to find out who wins or who loses. MyTalk1071.com. And uh, Holly, you're hosting uh, a Trivia Mafia event this week, aren't you? Yeah, I've got two of them at Wild Mine Ales. 6.15 on Wednesday is regular old-fashioned Trivia Mafia. And on Thursday, 6.15 at Wild Mine Ales in South Minneapolis, we are doing a special Indiana Jones-themed Trivia (sighs) Mafia. And... There's going to be a meat raffle there, too. So I'm not saying meat. Meat. (laughs) And you know who loves meat, right? Yes. I love meat sticks. Who's with me? Who loves them? Who loves a good meat stick? Chewing on it. Sucking on it. it, It's the the (laughs) sucking. Do we have to do that? The sucking and the sniffing. The sucking and the sniffing. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with some uh, random thoughts for this Tuesday. Right? Hey, everybody. It's Jace for my friends, my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. There's no debate anymore. There used to be, but there's not. Red Rabbit and Red Cow have the best happy hour. I know you're like you're like my friend group. We're always looking for a great deal, a great happy hour. Um, Minneapolis has been home to a lot of legendary happy hours. Well, now Red Rabbit and Red Cow have it. They're bigger and it's bigger and better than ever. Two to now 5.30 at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Let's talk about Red Rabbit today. There's a six, seven, and eight dollar happy hour menu. Under the six dollar menu, tap beers and wines. Seven dollar martinis. What kind of martinis? Lemon drop, espresso martini, the best in the city, and a Cosmo. Classic. It's all about food. Oysters, ricotta toast, homemade cheese curds, their homemade pizza rolls, which I dream about, margarita pizza, and their wood-grilled wings. So this week, Tuesday through Friday, so tonight, grab your friends and run to Red for happy hour. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Hey, kid, would you like some drugs? The first one is free. Want to check out my van? I got some candy. 
Hey, kid, want to join our gang and spray paint under a bridge? No! No! Bug off, man! I'm going roller skating! I want to be addicted to roller skating, not crap. Because we're roller skating today, we will go to college tomorrow. Prison is full of people that have never roller skated. I'm Brad Armstrong, owner of Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada, keeping your kids off the streets since 1999. I say no to drugs. I say no to games. I say no to unplanned pregnancy. I say no to meth. I say no to reaper. I say yes to roller skating. Man, this Roller Kingdom is really putting us out of business. You said it, man. This deal sucks. But you know what? Maybe we should give up this life of crime and start roller skating! This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Yeah! We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. <laughs> wow. That's an actual commercial from Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada. Yep. That just, Ellie, your face wow. is quite priceless, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why was the guy trying to get them to vandalize things like 80 years old? That was yeah, the oldest sounding man I've ever, ever. Heard. Well, and he really was, yeah. <laughs> it's time for five random facts. And now it's time for five random, random facts. One, two, three, four. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jason. Hi. Here are your five random facts for Tuesday, July 18th. Mm. Number five. Rick Moranis was the first pick to be Ace Ventura, but he turned it down, um, so it went to Jim Carrey. Do you have a mint, or perhaps <laughs> some banaka? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that one, Holly? I did not know that one. I did not know that one either. I feel like they made a good choice. They did. Mm-hmm. Number four. From 1948 to 1975, there was a federal holiday on the second Monday of August called Victory Day to celebrate Japan surrendering tr- surrendering in World War II. It went away in 75, uh, but one state still celebrates it. Rhode Island. <laughs> huh. Way to go, Rhode Island. Wow, you're neither a road nor an island. Discuss. That's right, discuss. Yeah. Discuss. <laughs> Number three. Of the famous 57 ver- uh, varieties of products that Heinz originally made, ketchup was 43rd. That but, surprises me. What were the other 56 besides baked beans? I'm I know, curious. We'll to, I know. I'm sorry for the follow-up No, question. it's all right. We'll have to get into that in a future Random Facts episode. Yeah. Worcestershire, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, the most challenging word to say in Worcestershire, Worcestershire yeah. Worcestershire. Number two, Martin Scorsese's The Departed is the only remake that's ever won an Oscar for Best Picture. Well, good. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. So good. It was a remake of the Hong Kong movie Infernal Affairs. Oh, I love that movie so much. See, I didn't know it was a remake. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Ellie, that's why we do five random facts. Yeah, now you can go forth and tell that random fact to (laughs) somebody on the street. I don't know. And finally, number one. In the 1992 movie Scent of a Woman. Who? Al, who? Well, get, listen, Holly, you set me up perfect. 
Al Pacino's character repeatedly shouts, Hoo-ah! 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 Reportedly comes from the military acronym hoo which stands for heard, understood, acknowledged. Wow! I knew hoo Like, that's, I have a buddy in the Rangers. He does that stuff. Yeah. But who knew? But no, we just we've been hooahing all over the place for decades and not knowing what the heck we've been doing. And now you do. Now we do. Five Ooh. random facts. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Man, I I haven't watched that movie in a while. Have you, Holly? Scent of a Woman? No, but that's one of those movies, Scent of a Woman, where something specific becomes a meme out of that movie. Al Pacino going hooah. But then somebody actually sitting their butt down and watching the whole darn thing is pretty rare. Yes. Because what could we, could any of us here tell the plot of A Scent of a Woman in 20 seconds? I haven't seen it. I mean, I know the Al Pacino like hoo thing. Exactly. I didn't know it was like from that. I forgot the plot. Chris O'Donnell's in it. He's a a young guy. There's some dancing. There's like a, like, he's like a prep school kid and he has to take care of Al Pacino's character. And there's some things that happen. Al Pacino won an Oscar for it. Good for him. Congratulations. Good for him. <laughs> I love meat sticks. Oh. Who's with me? Who loves them? Who loves a good meat stick? <laughs> That's going to do it for oh. us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Holly? That's right, Jason. You be you. Have a wonderful day. Ellie, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And we will see you bright and early at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. See you then.